The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. That's right. I hope you're ready for some Star Wars character month. That's what's happening. We're doing it here on Retro Pop. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Townsend. I'm joined by my much better uh, looking colleague here, Matt Johnson. What's going on, Matt? Hold on, you you I, you can't just get the lone sound effect when you come in, all right? I gotta have so I gotta have something too. Hold on, I'm pulling up. I can't make it with my mouth. I can't make the noise in my mouth. I'm gonna try and I hope it 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 comes through on the phone. Hang tight. All right, okay. Did that come through okay? <laughs> Finally, it did, yeah. <laughs> okay. That was the T- the, the big old THX sound effect. I don't know yeah. what that has to do with Star Wars. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I can't remember now. I got put on the I, spot. I did a fascinating uh, rabbit hole dive on YouTube for, you know, that, um, what's it called? The Wilhelm Scream that, like, Star Wars has it for. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just a, it was like this whole YouTube video about that scream, like where it started and all the stuff it's been in, and it was really fascinating. <laughs> I've always been curious about that because they've used that forever. I've always yeah. been like, I'm. That's a weird. That is a weird rabbit hole to go down, but I'm like kind of curious now because, like, these all these like commonly used sound effects and noises and yeah. and, and stuff. I'm like, huh. I can't remember the movie that originally had it. It's an obviously it's an older, older movie. Uh, but it's the reason that it became part of pop culture is because one of the sound guys for the star the original Star Wars movies uh was like, I that sounds great. I'm gonna use that sound for something. And literally I can't remember the amount of movies he did, but he would try to sneak it in pretty much any movie he did the sound for. <laughs> So that's why, like, everybody sort of knows it now. We're going to have to do an episode on that sound effect. <laughs> well, they did a couple of them. They did that one. They did that, um, you know, that like the oof, oof, oof. You know, that sound, I'm yeah. doing a terrible job of it. But uh, they did a, he did a, a deep dive on a couple of those. It was really. That'd probably be a good episode for you and Andrew to do for retroactive. Yeah. Honestly, I so. like those, I think that'd be cool. It's it's yeah. retro and it's it active. Certainly is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. And you're doing I'm it in a house. Yeah. <laughs> you're recording it in a house, so. Yeah. Man, you just lived. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's the, the nostalgia one. That's the nostalgia one. I get nostalgia we'll and retroactive are two of the same damn things. There's this, well, there's, ret- well, retro sports was taken. <laughs> yeah, that so, makes sense. So we couldn't do it. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, but uh, this month, uh, for each episode of Retro Pop, we're going to dive into a character. Well, actually, they're both Sith lords, I would say. So a couple of Siths on that's any word that starts with the S. Well, that ends with the S is just hard for me to say. Shit. Siths. <laughs> the drizzling Siths, you know. <laughs> but uh, so on my episode today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite baddies in the Star Wars universe. And that is, of course, Darth Maul himself. And that's what we're going to do. So let's get into our personal history with Darth Maul. 
Tatooine is sparsely populated. If the trace was correct, I will find them quickly, Master. The when I hear the name Darth Maul, I immediately go back to being in the theater and that scene when he first fully reveals his double uh, bladed lightsaber where he's standing in front of the two Jedi and the one side comes out and then all of a sudden that second side comes out and I, your boy Johnny, he popped for this because <laughs> I never, I hadn't seen that in Star Wars before, right? It's like, that is so freaking cool. And then on top of that, uh, the dude was really good. And oh, I don't know. Gonna... My fault. <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> I was trying to find something real quick. My fault. No worries. No worries. Uh, but that's, you know, and then he quickly became my favorite character, despite the fact that they, uh, as in, as is the Star Wars way, you introduce a really cool looking character and you basically don't do very much with him. Uh, that's kind of the Star Wars way when it comes to the movies, at least. And that kind of happens here. Though he does, I mean, we're going to get into it, so I don't want to super talk about it, but he does take out a pretty major character. I'll say that. Uh, however, uh, he quickly became one of my favorites. So I tried to find, I wish I still had him. I had some Darth Maul action figures. I had like a, a book about him. And I was like, this guy's just so cool. I don't think I have now is I got like a, uh, I got like a, I know I have a Funko Pop around here somewhere of him, but that's about it. Uh, but he was definitely one of my favorite Star Wars characters, and I would say he is probably my second favorite Sith. Just right, I mean, Vader's number one, and then I would right. put him number two for me, just the ones that I like, that I, that I really like. And also, just because of these, uh, a lot of the extra stuff I've gotten here lately, uh, he's just become more cool. Uh, we're going to, when I talk about him, when we get into the history, uh, me and Matt were kind of discussing this before we hit record. Retro Pop is a show that's that we're, we kind of want to be for everybody. Uh, so if you're, <clears throat> don't consider yourself a super duper Star Wars nerd, like you don't know every uh, incredible small detail about every character, don't worry. Uh, I don't either. I just love the stuff. And when I was, when I was deep diving the Darth Maul, I tried to keep that in mind. So it's not going to be, uh, I, I hope it's for everybody where you can be able to follow it and learn about this character if you find it fascinating, but don't worry. Uh, but what was really funny was <laughs> a little behind the scenes. Uh, I, I I was, my mom keeps up with the podcast I do because she's a, she's a great mom. And she... Oh, no. She she listens to panel discussion. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but uh, she uh, check out the panel discussion, please. Uh, you're you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't. Pop tarts are indeed everything. Uh, we, but uh, she she asked me like, hey, what are you doing for retro pop? Because she knew I was going to record today, and I said I'm going to do Darth Maul, and her interest was peaked. She goes, who was that? So I had to explain to her who that was, and I kept saying all these Star Wars things. She Obviously, she knows Star Wars, but she's not like, you know, she's probably seen the movies once each at most, right? It's not something she's going to search out. So, so as I was explaining this, she goes, well, there's these night sisters involved. Uh, his mom was considered the mother of them, and she's like, what are you talking about? And I was, yeah, <laughs> this is incredibly super nerdy. So, uh, But just know it won't go that it's the deeper past that i'm going i'm trying to keep it for uh everybody to be able to understand but matt what about you what did you think of darth maul when you first experienced or saw him never heard of him <laughs> no um i mean honestly like how cool this is my introduction to star wars i mean not my introduction to star wars but when i started to become invested was seeing episode one and, and darth maul was the big bad and his face was on everything right they used to have the power of the force or uh the action figures and his face was in the corner the top left corner he kind of replaced vader and some of the new the newer trilogy stuff yeah um i mean just how interesting this character was who uh can emote emotion he could, well emoting emotion uh he could emote without using words right he used yeah. facial expressions he was fast-paced uh, he set the precedent, and it was really cool to see uh, a character like that. You know, uh, just uh, com 
compared to what we were used to with the original trilogy, and obviously I learned that you know down the road, but just be so athletic. Uh, and honestly, one of the highlights of uh, episode one, probably a, a, it's one of the unfortunate things of of episode one is a lot of the characters that they focus. Now, we talked about this on the earring of grievances, but um, a lot of the characters that were front and center that were like the coolest and, and hyped up and advertised. So they all died in episode one. That's probably one of the, 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 the big issues with that movie. But um, regardless, it was so cool. I mean, the double bladed lightsaber was unique. We didn't know how crazy lightsabers can get at that point in time. Right. Yeah. We're still finding new and insane designs. Every, every time a comic gets released, you know, there's like a, that we had the, the curved handle lightsaber, and there's like, I've seen like lightsaber axes and stuff. It's like, and they got the, uh, what's the bounty hunter one, uh, the Mandalorian one, the dark oh, the, saber. Yeah, the and, dark saber. Yeah, and all yeah. sorts of stuff. But he set the precedent. That what they wanted from this character really set the precedent. Uh, I actually, it was really cool. So when episode one came out, um, me and my my sister doesn't really like. She doesn't love Star Wars, but. Me and her, we dressed up in Star Wars stuff. I was Obi-Wan. She was Queen Amidala. And then my cousin, Nico, um, actually dressed up. He was Darth Maul. He had the, the, and he had the toy lightsaber to go with it. And that was the oh, coolest I had one of those. thing. Oh, yeah. thing it, was, it was so cool. You had to push down on the button and, and push yep. it out so it go, you know, and, and fully extended. So we used to have like these, these like, we had like a lights, a mini lightsaber battle. It was so it was really, really cool. But he was he loved it. I mean, it, and he comes to find out that you know the actor uh, that played Darth Maul, not the voice, but the uh, the actual physical actor. He's a really talented martial artist, and oh, he's yeah. been in a lot of things. Um, he was Toad and X Men. I was gonna say Toad and X Men, amongst other things. Ray Park. Uh but yeah, it's. Maul is a really, really cool character. Um, I've had several of his action figures, and uh, it, there's just such a nice mystery. He has like that Boba Fett like effect where he's not doesn't he's not around a whole lot, but he's left a lasting impression. But yeah, and just like Boba Fett, uh, his uh, his end is uh, he's kind of a. It's kind of a little bitch. <laughs> and I'll get, I'll get into that. I'll get into that. I but, do want but, to discuss with you, um, yeah. maybe not in this segment, but maybe remind me at the last segment, which I'll probably forget, which like I usually do. But, um, you know, what? let's get out of the way now. If we okay. got a minute. Yeah, let's do it. Did them bringing back Maul? Uh, maybe we've had this discussion before. Did it ruin the character? Did it really, kind of. Did it ruin the death? Did it ruin the moments? Anything that, because you know that's a thing in comic books, right? Which is a world that you're very familiar with, where there's a big deal that a character dies, but of course, being comic books, eventually that character is going to come back. Right. right. A lot of your major characters have died. Famously, when I was a a kid in the nineties, Superman died. Right. Uh, and of course, guess what? Superman came back. Right. Because of course he did. Batman's died. You know, Spider Man has died. Uh, it's just all these characters die, but they always come back. So in a way, I I wasn't surprised. I think more so it shows how popular Darth Maul was as a yeah. character, and they did wait because uh, just not spoiler alert: the Clone Wars, the animated uh, Star Wars series, is where he shows back up on. And they waited like I don't think he even shows up to the fourth season or something. Correct. Like that. Four, five, and seven. He has appearances in. Yeah, so they didn't just bring him back right away. So when they did bring him back, enough time had kind of passed where it was a big deal that he was back. So right. that part, I think, helped. I do feel if they had just brought him back incredibly quick, uh, it would have really cheapened it. But, I mean, I do remember hearing, hey, they're bringing back Darth Maul. And I'm like, he was he was cut in half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we're That's reaching we're reaching... Uh, you know, a lot of people got really upset when, and me included, to be fair, me included, when Princess Leia was shot out into space, and because she's such a strong Jedi, she didn't die to the cold depths of space, which for the record 
if you're out with no sort of protection whatsoever, you pretty much die instantly. <laughs> Unless you're Jack Porkins in a fan fiction. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's different. I mean, that's the that's the like the you know the be all end all right there of all Jedi is is, is Porkins. <laughs> But I remember a lot of people being very upset about that. It's like, what are you doing, right? Like, this is stupid. Don't do this. That's dumb. But uh, they kind of, that's not something that's unique in a Star Wars. They've done it before. Darth Maul literally cut in. I cannot stress this enough. Half. You see both his pieces. And probably one of the more graphic things in Star Wars, honestly. You see both his pieces, his top half and his bottom half, separate and fall down that uh, that giant hole. Not together. <laughs> no. Separated completely. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I, think Darth, I think for Star Wars, Darth Maul might have been the first, like, death to come back. I think this is before. Well... Well, do you as far as live that? action, live action, yes. I, I will yes. say live action because the books brought back the Emperor uh, and, and Boba Fett and Boba, Boba Fett's Fett back yeah. early, early on. But, it, you know, it the Boba Fett being alive after the Sarlacc pit, that was that's been I, I have a book of that from years ago from the late 90s, early 2000s. But yeah. um, as far as like live action, go in a sense, live we'll call it live media because obviously the cartoons not live action. But that was like the first time Star Wars really went in that direction. And I guess there was intrigue on my part. Um but it it did cheapen the it did cheapen the death a little bit. I, mean, I do have to, this issue. Anytime anytime you think a character's died and you bring them back, no matter how it's done, it it's going to automatically cheapen the death somewhat a little. Right. I mean, there's still like I feel like you can always go back and, and do that. But like to me, not that Darth Maul's on the status level, but if they bring back like if Robert Downey Jr. comes back as Iron Man, I'm gonna be yeah. like, okay, and get the ending of Endgame. I don't care. I'm not. A, you know what I mean? It just it took away my emotion for that movie yeah uh steve you know chris evans coming back is 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 captain america i'd be like uh yeah because okay, that their, ruins that their death, heartfelt the, ending yeah their deaths in those movies uh were hero outs and felt earned right so uh, you don't so you don't want to cheapen those because they did feel earned to me right uh it just like it it, it kind of takes away from the 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 shocking like the sh- the sh- the shock of of deaths of pop culture characters to me yeah like even the death of superman storyline like you know probably the build-up to it was really really cool i I know you love it um right you've read it before oh yeah i've read it and there's a really good animated uh you know dc does all those animated movies that are honestly way better than their movies most of the time and that was a really good one i've heard that will will's read the book on, on panel discussion and it's like if i know that um I'm like, damn, they got me. Like, he came back. I mean, obviously, you can't completely kill off a Superman, but damn, I was so hooked and invested in the storyline of Death of Superman. He's going away, and then he's back. Yeah. You know, I don't. And it wasn't even that long before either. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. And I get it. Like, Darth Maul's not on that same level, but even still, uh, it just it left it a mystery. Now, maybe he's not overexposed, but now he's like, now he's like too mainstream for me now. I get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's one of those things. But I mean, cool regardless. Like just such an awesome character, awesome design. I got excited in that Jedi Fallen Order game when you go to Dathomir, his home planet. You get to fight against all the creatures, uh, all the yeah, all them that that look just like him. Yeah, uh, and I got really uh, again. I popped using that wrestling term again, but I popped when and um, solo he shows up at the end that was really cool to me <laughs> that was really cool because i didn't know i didn't know if the clone war if the cartoons were actually connected to live action how much they yeah. were and, and to see made that him, it made them feel canon it, to me. it yeah. sealed the deal things kind of came full circle but yeah i All didn't right. mean to interrupt but i, I no, you're good we would eventually would have had to talk about that anyway i think that's a very fascinating question uh that kind of and not just in star wars like in any uh fictional media you know does uh character's death if it uh like do you cheapen it if you bring them back and stuff like that i think it's a really fascinating question all right but let's move on to the history of darth maul at last we will reveal ourselves to the jedi at last we will have revenge all right so let's just recap the the movie that he shows up in real quick this is just his parts in the movie uh, obviously we're talking about um 
Uh, I'm about to say the Prince of Nebu, and I don't know why. Oh, okay. Star Wars, the Prince of Nebu. Uh, <laughs> I must have missed that one. <laughs> you not read that one? That's one of my favorite Star Wars books. <laughs> the Prince of Nebu. Um, <laughs> of course, we're talking about Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, and... That's where he shows up. I think the movie comes out in, in 99. Ain't that right, Matt? 1999, correct. Yep. And you first see him when um, the Emperor goes, uh, you know, I will send my apprentice. And then Darth Maul's figure kind of shows up. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. I love Palpatine's voice. And he's off to chase the Jedi, basically, because he shows up again uh, on Tatooine. And Qui-Gon fights him. They have a pretty quick fight. Nobody really wins as Qui-Gon takes off uh, and kind of runs away with the rest of them. And then uh, we get to our, what I would say is one of the best uh, up until that time. And I would, where would you rank this this fight? This uh, this fight between uh, Darth Maul and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon? I'd it's, say it's two I'd for me. That's what I was about to say. I'd put it just right under the Anakin Obi Wan one. It it doesn't have the uh, it doesn't have the emotion. Yeah, that's why it, that one's the one for me because it has the history between the two characters. Correct, and it's a whole build up between the three movies to that moment. Yeah, but uh, this one I think is just right under just from the cool factor of it to start with. It it was I mean all the flips and stuff. I'm like wow this like I I used to I mean I wore out my VHS tapes. I did I I had episode one and I would just watch it and I'd rewind it and watch it again and that's how much I like that's how cool it was. I wasn't doing that for Empire or Return of the Jedi every now and then, but not nearly as much as I was for this fight. Well, on top of that, the music behind it as they're fighting is hardcore great. Yes. I got that soundtrack. I got it on cassette. That's how old I am. And I wore that cassette out, mainly to listen to that track. I would fast forward and rewind and get to it because I just love that. You know, got that little orchestra kind of singing with the music as it's going along as they're fighting. It pumps you up, man. It does. Oh, dude, when we used to, when, when we, I mean, when you're kids, you, you know, you play make believe, but when we had this, the, 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 when my cousin would come over, what we would do is we'd, we'd go to the, we'd watch the credits. We'd go to the part where they start playing Duel of the Fates. We'd, we'd, we'd do our battle. And then we'd be like, hold on, hold on. The song's over. We'd pause. We'd stop fighting, <laughs> rewind it, hit play again, and get back. To, and it was, that was, oh, it was so cool. Good memories. Yeah. I would, I definitely would do that. I'd have uh, my Ninja Turtle action figures out. And if a song pumped me up for a fight, I would make sure it was playing as I was uh, yes. fighting my Ninja Turtles. I did that for Mortal Kombat, too. Mortal Kombat, I did that for a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, so he fights both, and he more than holds his own against two Jedi, which is pretty incredible. Uh, and he ends up killing Qui-Gon, which is a major deal. And Obi-Wan, uh, rightfully so, is pretty upset about this. And... Uh, him and they get into a, a, and they're fighting, and ultimately Obi Wan ends up cutting him in half with his lightsaber. Uh, one of the more violent things that happen in Star, Wars, even though it sounds like there's a lot of violence in Star Wars, most of it is despite the fact they're using these swords that are <laughs> uh, that you're led to believe will cut through everything, and they and they slice and dice through all kinds of stormtroopers and stuff. Like you never really see. Uh, a lot of blood or anything like that. I think close as you get, like you'll see every once in a while an arm come off sometimes. Yeah, uh, like That's in about the it. first Star Wars movie, uh, but it's it's not very often. So to see this guy cut in half, uh, and then well, you think he's, he's like, well, you don't know what's happening. Then he gets, then he falls down that that hole, and literally both halves of his body kind of separate as he's falling. It's really graphic, even though it doesn't. But today's standards, it's really tame. Uh, just in general, uh, but still, it's it was a major deal. So, uh, Johnny, who is in 1999, I would have been, oh gosh, I'm still in high school, uh, but I think I have my driver's license. I think that's where I'm at here. I want to say sophomore, juniorish, like that in high school. Uh, I was like, oh, I love this character. I want this. I was like, man, I want to get like three movies of this character. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, and and uh, he's he's uh, promptly disposed of. <laughs> he gone. <laughs> he gone. <laughs> uh, he be gone. So that's kind of his history in the movie. 
So let's get to some really fun stuff about him. Uh, Matt, when you're doing Matt's stats, do you have his uh, his actual physical stats or is it, or can I do that? Like height and all that stuff? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, can, I can pull it up if you, unless uh, you want to. I mean, I have it here. I'm just asking if you were going to do it. No, no, no. Go ahead. I got some fun little things and, and whatnot. So, Okay. All right. Oh, he is, uh, his eye color is yellow and red, of course. Very iconic, I would say. Uh, his, he's has like red skin with uh, the, that's black tattoos that are all over his body. Yes. And he's got like horns that kind of come out of his head, all, a bunch of different places. And, uh, oh, man, I. Why does this give me meters? Like it gives me his height in meters. I don't know what that is in feet. <laughs> Hold on, I'll, I'll get the old meter translator. Yeah. Tell me what one point seven five meters is. Uh, <laughs> That's how tall he is. Uh, let's see the feet. It's five point five feet eight inches. That that seems about right to me. Yeah, right. and then he's a little bit taller than that when. Uh, Here's a spoiler alert. He ends up um, when he gets cut in half. Uh, he uh, makes his own legs, and he gets he gets, and he smartly adds a couple more uh, inches to his height that way, and he becomes five ten. I can do this math because it's just a point two more than what he was originally. <laughs> that's math I can do. Uh, so that's kind of what he looks like. I guarantee you. Uh, I know I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but you've you've seen this character at some point. Even if you're not in a Star Wars, I guarantee you've seen this. And you were like, "What is that?" Even I knew, you know, it's yeah. I I knew people who don't even watch Star Wars who knew exactly who Darth Maul was because they had like his light up sneakers or something when they were kids. That's cool. <laughs> they used to have. They used to walk around. And they had that. They lit up. I kind of. I think I might have had those too. And he's one of the big ones. I don't know about now because it's been a. It's been a bit since I used to since I did them. But I went to a lot of and sit up at a lot of comic cons, and there were a, he got cosplayed a lot. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure because you can do a really cool. I've seen some really cool uh, Darth Maul cosplays. All right. So <clears throat> his mother was mother and I may butcher some of these names and I'm apologizing. If you're a Star Wars person, please don't hate me. I'm trying my best. We've literally been telling you since the first episode we did Nintendo that we cannot pronounce things right. So that's right. And that includes fictional names. So just that's, know that that's correct. All right. So his mom was mother tells nailed it. And, she was, I feel like I'm almost saying my last name when I'm saying that. But, uh, <laughs> mother Townsend, Johnny Townsend. Uh, There's only she, one Mother Townsend, and she is a saint. That's right, she is. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Uh, and uh, and she was the spiritual guide of the Knight Sisters and Brothers. Um, they all kind of look like Darth Maul. I mean, if, just to give you an idea. If you've ever, what was the game you said? It's called Jedi Fallen Order. I think Fallen Order. Yep, they stopped by uh, Dathomir. Yeah, and, Dathomir, which is the planet that. Uh, and actually, it's Maul in Clone Wars too. It's in it's it's featured well, featured in Clone Wars when they go get Savage Oppress, and yeah, I think Maul it does spend some time there too. So, yeah, so uh, that's uh, there. That gives you an idea uh, of them. They're formidable, formidable fighters, and. Um, they can use magic. They call it magic instead of the force there with them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's really a difference, but they call it magic. Uh, he has two brothers, one uh, feral, which, and the other one is um, Opus, like you already said. Uh, I think he's the younger one, right? Kind of, kind of comes around after Maul, I believe. Uh, Savage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah, he came around. Quite a bit. Well, I don't even. It's it's so weird. It might. I don't know if it's like direct bloodline brother, but they do call each other like "What's up, brother?" Like them, like pro wrestlers <laughs> like <Hulk Hogan>. do. <laughs> yes, yeah, like the wrestlers do. Yeah. Um, uh, well, what I read is a blood brother is what it said. Oh no, kidding. Okay, I, did, brother, I didn't. I yeah. didn't know. It, it must have missed that part. But but he always felt uh, Darth Maul always felt connected to nature and stuff like that. Uh, so he was always sort of force sensitive. I mean, that's a big term in Star Wars lore when you jump into it uh younglings or children as they're called those things that anakin slaughtered uh, <laughs> uh they're basically young people and uh, you can kind of tell when they're force sensitive like they'll be able to uh do things or they'll sense stuff blah 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 they'll basically they'll have uh, uh powers or whatever stuff like that or they can move things or they 
or, or whatever. There's all kinds of things that can see uh, that can make you force sensitive. Uh, at some point, uh, his mother would become an ally of Darth Sidious. They sort of uh, formed this treaty, uh, if you will, where um, they would teach him their magics and stuff, and he would teach them some of the Sith stuff, the dark side that he knew. And that was sort of their, hey, that's the agreement they had between each other. And uh, at some point, uh, Sidious became aware of Maul and his promise. He had a lot of promise to him, and he basically forced the family to give him up. He said, if you don't give me Darth Maul, then I'm not going to hold my end of the bargain, you know, which is a Sith thing that they do a lot. You know, famously, Darth Vader says, what about the deal that they made? (laughs) <laughs> you know, what, deal? what deal what <laughs> deal i don't i've altered the deal like D, like Pray, D, like debo yeah. from friday what deal yeah. <laughs> uh, they're um sis are known to alter deals and pray they don't alter them father pretty yes. much well i did hear too that sidious wanted his mother as his sith apprentice and then he's seen that uh maul was actually far more superior yeah um far more powerful and that's basically where that whole training thing came from so. Which is saying something because she's a big deal, right? She's like the the she's the mother, she's like right? Yeah. She's like the center of everything. Um, and Maul's apprenticeship is really really cool. The timing of it all because it, it it changes based on what you've read. Um, yeah. Uh, just for the record, all this I got from yeah, uh, Wikipedia. So uh, great website. Like the which is a really fun Star Wars website. Basically, it's the Wikipedia, obviously, of Star Wars. Uh, so uh, he ends up with Darth Maul. Well, he's not Darth Maul yet. He's just Maul here. Uh, I did read somewhere that uh, he didn't know his he didn't know his real name or something like that, or he had forgotten he, it over time. Because he does slowly so. he does slowly go insane. We'll get to that. But uh, so uh, when he's a as he's a youngling, uh, he's kind of put to uh, through brutal tests and stuff, uh, and this slowly grows hatred inside of this young this youngling. Uh, he's mad he's obviously he's getting mad at the jedi because you know, he's defeating them how bad the jedi are but on top of that he's really angry at his mom for letting this happen to him that type of thing like he doesn't know the full story he thinks that she just gave him up that type of deal and you know that's not what a mother should do so he's growing angrier and angrier about that as well which if you know anything about star wars anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering and blah 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 you'll get to the dark side somewhere <laughs> But he's constantly tested and stuff, and these are, and I'm not saying like, yeah, hey, Maul, what's two plus two? These are like, if you don't complete this test, you can die, and he's a child. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Sidious would eventually declare Maul his new apprentice. Maul had kind of won this in what seems like almost like a contest. Sidious was trying to choose between a lot of different people to be his uh, second in command, and uh Maul will continue to train as his apprentice in the arts of the dark side and probably be put more through tests and stuff like that. And he would become a Sith warrior, then a Sith assassin, and eventually he would be given the title of Darth Maul. Given the title of Darth is no uh, small thing. That's a major deal. Uh, Obviously, the one we all know is Darth Vader, uh, which we may or may not be covering at some point in this show's history. Possibly. Maybe. Possibly. But given the name, Darth is huge, uh, huge, huge, as they say. And, of course, he would go on to learn the, I would dare say, iconic uh, dual-bladed lightsaber and make his own eventually. Uh, and during this, his hatred for the Jedi and his mom would continue to grow. Uh, this guy would just not, as the kids say, cool it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, why don't you just chill for a second, my friend? Uh, take it easy. It's all right. And this is kind of where the movie events kind of come in around in this time. Uh, the things we discussed in the movie sort of happen here. He ends up fighting Obi-Wan and uh, and gets cut in half by Obi-Wan after killing Qui-Gon. And this is a big deal because Maul this whole time has had his hatred for the Jedi, and he was really itching to fight him. Like, he was, like, this was his thing. Like, he was going to make a name for himself, and uh, he ends up up losing he's cut in half and through the oh man i love i love star wars uh but through the path uh through the he was so powerful matt and his 
what's the words I want to use here? He was cut in half, but that didn't kill him. That's how powerful he is in the force. Uh, he would fall and end up in a kind of like a junkyard type area. Yeah. That's where his body would end up and he was still alive. And get this, apparently when you're cut in half, you'll slowly go insane because that's what was happening to him. Who knew a, a little thing like being decapitated from the waist down would just uh, do that to you? Yeah. And yeah, it it apparently can happen. I'm going to try it later. <laughs> uh, I do not recommend. <laughs> uh, but uh, he uh, ends up making his own legs here. And I think this is where you kind of start getting into the Clone Wars stuff in the Clone Wars. Uh, basically, if you watch Clone Wars, I don't want to spoil everything. It's all on Disney Plus. I recommend it. It's a really fun watch. And there's each episode is so short, you'll breeze through it pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, the gist of it is, he's pretty powerful. He's still feared. Uh, Sidious uh, says, "I don't want you anymore." Kills his brother. Uh, so he kind of goes away for a bit, and he comes back. He's still mad. He finds out. I'm very much paraphrasing a lot of this. There's a lot here. I'm just breezing through. He has a really good fight with um with Ahsoka. A really sweet fight there with her, and then he uh finally finally finds out where the one that he really wants to fight and kill, Obi Wan, his main he finds out where he's at. Of course, we all know where everyone's at. He's uh, watching over Luke Skywalker on Tatooine. So that's where Maul goes. And he ultimately gets into a fight with Obi-Wan. And I'm using the term fight very loosely. Have you seen this, Matt? Uh, I, I, I have not seen the full episode, but I have watched this scene over and over and over again. <laughs> it's actually really, really cool to watch. Really cool to see. <laughs> I was, I was, I mean, I know it was, it was quick, you know, I've quick is not the word for it. It's quicker. <laughs> it's quicker than I am uh, when I'm doing something. Uh, this is a PG podcast. Yes. yes. Uh, but it's quicker than my ability to do that, which is very quick. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's just say he sees Obi-Wan and uh, they're getting to his fight. The fight lasts approximately less than the, the sentence is long. Uh, it's really fast. He goes out like a little a little bee. I'll say that he goes out like a little bee, uh, and uh, is and is killed by Obi Wan, and Obi Wan kind of holds him as he dies. It was it was like a it was really surreal because it's like there's still this understanding between them two. I thought, yeah, it, it kind of feels like. And here's the way I would fix it, Matt. And you just listen. I do think ultimately Obi Wan should be the one to end him. That's how it should have happened. Like that part, I agree with completely. They set all this up, but you build this up. And obviously this is the fight everybody's waiting for. I want to see this. I know I'm not alone in this. And it goes that fast. You should have made the whole episode, this fight, in my opinion, but did, uh, or at least half the episode of crime, more than 30 seconds for the love of, for the love of the Jedi. I agree. Cause you know what? I do remember them advertising this, that they were going to duel. And, uh, and then to see it let be that quick, I was like, uh, this isn't really great. I mean, it's a cool moment. It's a cool moment. But at the same time, it's like you can't advertise a whole season about Obi-Wan being in your cartoon, your Rebels cartoon, right? It, it, was, it was the big the big thing. He's going to be there, so you got to watch every week. And then that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, that was – I'm not going to say it was bad. I think – I, I think what the worst the worst one is when Luke Skywalker fought Kylo Ren, and I mean I don't know what you're talking about. You're right because it actually I've never erased fought that him. From my, I've erased that from my memory. It's all right. We're gonna talk about it next uh, very soon in airing of grievances, uh, <laughs> which I can't wait. Um, but yeah, it was it was. I mean, there's a touching moment, but yeah, it's just very underwhelming. You want to see think more no, from uh, older Ben. Yeah, and you want to see the fight. Like, it's just not a fight. And I get that Obi-Wan is a powerful Jedi, but Darth Maul is supposedly a powerful character himself. Uh, so this should have been way more of a fight. So that part was very disappointing. But I liked the ending of Maul, if it makes any sense. I like how, like, he kind of died in Obi-Wan's arms. It made sense to me. 
because they were always connected ever after that fight. Yeah. So that, that did make sense to me. But that is, in a nutshell, and I promise you I glossed over a lot of Darth Maul. Go to the Wikipedia uh, if you got a lot of time on your hands and uh, read through that. But that's the history of Darth Maul. Let's get into Matt's stats. Bring the ship and come to me on Dathomir. And you and I will then decide what to do about the traitor Beckett and his accomplices. All right, so welcome to the Mad Stats portion of this show. Uh, this is probably going to be pretty quickly as well. Pretty Go pretty quickly as well. Uh, so, yeah, so Maul was, I mean, the, a major character right upon his release. Uh I was looking through action figures. I was trying to remember because that was a big thing for me is having those Star Wars action figures. Get them for Christmas, birthday. I remember getting up and, and going to Toys R Us. And when Episode One first dropped, uh, it was Toys R Us, Kmart, Walmart, uh, Jesus, KB, Darth Maul, everywhere. Uh, yeah. All in all, over his entire tenure. All right. So um, there's been a lot of action figures based on Darth Maul. In fact, 56 different action figures have been released for Darth Maul. Johnny, I did send you the link. Uh, If you want to look through it, uh, it's from galacticfigures.com. They legit have a picture. I've probably had three of these different versions of them. Um, I had one. It was really, it was kind of neat. You had like a light, there was like like a lightsaber attachment that you could plug into his back and you push a button and it would do different moves and you can have them. Bounce around. They, they had it for Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and Darth Maul. It was kind of unique, but that's uh, cool. but yeah, there was a ton of figures. Thirty nine, just strictly based on Episode One. Five different action figures for Clone Wars. One for Rebels. One for Galaxy of Adventures. I'm not sure what that is. And then ten expanded universe um, ones. Uh, he appeared in eleven episodes of Clone Wars. I I don't have his tally for Rebels. I think it was a little bit more. Uh, he had a pretty active role in uh, in the Rebels TV show. Um, I've, he's had uh, four books based on him, uh, four actual like novels based on him. I had one when I was younger. It came out in 2001. It was uh, Darth Maul Shadow Hunter, uh, which is really really cool. It was a it was an immediate pre uh, precursor to to Episode One. Um, just kind of setting up all the all the Sith Sith plans killing things and people and whatnot. Uh, So Darth Maul in episode one has a very, very short screen time. Johnny, I talked about this Uh, lasted approximately um, six minutes. He has six minutes of screen time. in episode. how long is the movie? The movie is very long. (laughs) I think it's two hours. Let me, let this me, was, it's at least two hours. Yeah. Let me see. Phantom Menace screen time. Screen time. Let's see. Um, how many hours of Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace was 133 minutes. So two hours and 13 minutes. I think that's including credits. Uh, but for your big bad to, to be not that hyped and present, that's kind of a, it, it, it kind of stinks, right? You want to see more, especially yeah. with a character that's getting hyped up. Um, but yeah. good news, everybody, with his appearance in Solo in the post credit scene, his live action time is up to uh, almost seven minutes. There we go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. He's doing some, some good things. Uh, let's see. I think, I mean, honestly, that's, that's really generally it. Um, there's been so much merchandise made off of Maul again, shoes. Uh, I had a pencil case and w- when the movie came out, uh, you know, with, with his likeness on it. So, but, uh, Maul's been a big time seller and, uh, it's actually really cool when you think about the amount of screen time that he's had or has not had how popular he is, but it seems to be a big star Wars thing. Um, yeah. as we mentioned at the top of the show that characters like him and Boba Fett have, really been minor players in the overall thing but yeah, are just you know, so grievous, cool looking. there's a lot of them you can you grievous can yes yeah. yes our good friend will likes to play with uh general grievous action figure in, in oh 
Yes, it does. In times of uh, in times of stress, stress. <laughs> That's such an inside joke. But yeah. <laughs> it's a deep uh, cut. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So that is it. Um, that is the Mad Stats portion of the show. Let's go on. Go on and head over to Johnny's. Did you know? <sighs> Look what has become of you, a rat in the desert. Look what I have risen above. I have come to kill you, but perhaps it's worse to leave you here, festering in your squalor. If you define yourself by your power to take life, a desire to dominate, to possess, then you have nothing. So we're going to do something a little different this time. Uh, Matt and I also do a podcast with our buddy Brian. It's called The Airing of Grievances, and that's a Star Wars podcast. It's once a month, most of the time. Uh, and uh, new episodes of that are coming soon. Uh, but basically, it's our just our love of Star Wars. Now, when we say we love Star Wars, I would never call myself a Star Wars expert. I just love the stuff. Uh, some of the stuff I know, but some of the stuff I don't. And I'm assuming we're all kind of that way. Uh, you know, whatever. You know, Star Wars is such a vast thing. There's different areas of it that you can kind of dive into. Okay. All right, with that being said, I have some Star Wars trivia that's broken down into three sections. There's easy trivia, which we're going to start out with first. We'll see how much Matt knows of those. Then it goes and gets harder from there. All right, so we're going to see how many it gets right. I think we're going to do like 15 total. Yeah. If I can keep track of this. I'm really bad at uh, keeping my numbers, but we'll see how it goes. I'm ready. Right, Let's so we're roll. Starting, we're starting with the easy ones, Matt. All right. Bear with me. I hope you can get these. Who built C-3PO? Oh, it'd be Anakin Skywalker. Yes. Yes, he sure did. That's one for you. Uh, what substance was Han Solo frozen in? Was it asbestos? <laughs> Carbonite. <laughs> was it Fanta? <laughs> was it polio? <laughs> <laughs> On what planet do Han and Chewie meet Luke? Tatooine. Correct, correct. Uh, they're slowly getting a little harder as I'm reading these. I'm trying to space this out just right. Why isn't there a Han Solo Pop-Tart? A Carbonite Pop-Tart? <laughs> you know what? That just You see how big my eyes got when you said that? I That's did. genius. <laughs> I just record right. I'm like, what the hell? We just had this thing about Pop-Tarts on panel discussion. I'm like... Yeah, Why was there never a Han Solo carbonite pop tart? It writes itself. <laughs> it's not happened. <laughs> idiots, absolute idiots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is Baby Yoda's real name? Grogu. There you go. You're three for three so far. What color is Yoda's lightsaber in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith? Green. There you go. You're doing good. And here's your last one of the easy ones. Who killed Qui-Gon Jinn? Jar Jar. <laughs> no, <Darth> Bob. Bob. <laughs> I nailed it. All right, we're getting a little harder to nail. Uh, who adopted Anakin and Padme's daughter? Bail Organa. There you go. Uh, we're going to be uh, Princess Leia, of course, who we're going to be able to survive outer space. <laughs> What is Count Dooku's Sith name? Darth Tyrannus. There you go. How Top much five. did they use that? I know they did lightly. It just they they didn't they didn't explore enough in the. But he's movies. way more known as Count. He's way more known as Count Dooku, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I kind of wish they had definitely went with the other one. Reading some of the expanded lore, they they played it off. And I think it, even in the Clone Wars, like they didn't. Re- they thought that Count Dooku and Darth Tyrannus were two separate people. So, which yeah. is which is kind of neat. But Dooku is a top five character for me. I think he's very, oh, me very too, especially with the recent stuff we've with the recent stuff we've gotten about him. I he has jumped up my ranks for sure. Oh yeah, uh, definitely made definitely made top five for so me. good. My favorite lightsaber design too. Favorite lightsaber design. I love it too. Like how it kind of bends at the back. It looks at, comfortable. At of it. it looks comfortable. Yeah. yeah, it's you can tell it's made for how he fights. Yes, which I think is really cool. All right, um, lightsabers are powered by what type of crystal? Kyber. There you go. That Kyber, I barely knew her. 
Uh, C-3PO claims to be fluent in over how many forms of communications? Six million? Bingo. Really? Good job, my friend. Yep, you nailed it. You nailed it. I almost said billion. Uh, We're going to end this section with... Now, here we go. In The Phantom Menace, which race does Anakin win? The Boonta Eve Classic. You are nailing it. All right, now we're on to the hard questions. This is the last section. You get all if you go if you go fifteen for fifteen, my already ten out of fifteen is impressive to me. But here we go. Man, a lot of these are from. Oh no! All right. Uh, which pilot had the call sign Red Six during the Battle of Yavin or Yavin or whatever it's called? Was it Jack Porkins? It most certainly was my. Get friend. the hell out of here! <laughs> <laughs> well, where was the first appearance of Boba Fett? Uh, like in the in the movies? Is it in the movies or just in general? His first appearance is what it says. Okay, so the general. Star Wars Holiday Special. Correct. Correct. Good Lord, some of these are really getting very difficult. At what age did Padme become a queen? Sixteen. Uh, uh, it's your first miss. You were close. You were close to fourteen. Damn. All right, and here's your last one. You're still, you're still, you're still getting an A on this quiz. She was sixteen in episode one. I should have known that it was before that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how old was Anakin? Because that the whole age thing is really weird. Nine, nine. Oh, well, he's nine. Oh. She was sixteen. So I thought you were. T- I thought you were telling me no in German. Oh, <laughs> nine, nine, <laughs> nine, nine. <laughs> uh, I'm going to end with a crazy difficult one. If you get this one, my mind will be blown because I I wouldn't get this. What was the cell number? Uh, Luke and Han rescue Princess Leia from In a New Hope. Oh, Jesus. So what was the cell number she was put in? That's basically what they're asking here. I have it's seen four this digits. so I'll many times. You, I'll give you this. It's four digits long. I'll give you that much. Oh, God. I feel like there's a 12 in there. Oh, uh, I I give. There is a there. Kind of, it's a twenty-one, but twelve, you know, backwards. It's the two thousand. <laughs> it's two one eight seven, is the number. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'll give you a bonus. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a bonus here. All right. What are the approximate odds that C three PO gives Han to successfully navigate the asteroid field? Was it like a million to one odds? No, no, it's not that much. Seven to one? 3,720 oh. to one. Damn. Oddly enough, I knew that just because I remember that scene. I don't know why, but I, I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, Signing it, one of my favorite Star Wars jokes, and it's a really quick one, is when the family guy uh, did the Star Wars specials and kind of spoofed them. And, there's, <laughs> and they're spoofing the first one. And there's a scene in the original Star Wars where they're all in the mill- uh, the Millennium Falcon, and Luke is shooting at some TIE fighters, and he goes, I got one. And Han Solo goes, that's great, but don't get cocky, kid. And then, and <laughs> but on the Family Guy version, they go, that's great, but don't get penisy, kid. There's <laughs> 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 the little things that really get me. But that's been your Did You Know for Darth Maul. Let's get into where Darth Maul stands in pop culture today. What do you have? Why come to this place? Not simply to hide. Oh, you have a purpose here. Perhaps you are protecting something. No, protecting someone. I think as long as Star Wars is big and it's it's not going away anytime soon, 
uh, or maybe ever, I would dare say. Uh, I, Darth Maul is always going to be a part of it. I think he's one of the more popular uh, characters in it. I mean, he just even just because he looks cool, but he also has a really interesting history that they're constantly adding to. Uh, they're adding him into new media. I think he had a comic book too, didn't he? At one point, not too long uh, ago, I he, believe. Yeah, a lot of the Star Wars characters have been getting uh, Marvel Marvel runs, um, yeah. so popping up. You know, again, very very recently too. So, yeah, so I, I don't see why that wouldn't continue. Uh, they're constantly doing new stuff for Star Wars now that Disney's taking over. So I would not be shocked at all if uh, they kind of bring back a Darth Maul somehow. There were rumors for the longest time that they were going to do like a Darth Maul movie. And obviously Solo was setting that up. Yeah. But then Solo didn't do well uh, money-wise. And a lot of people really panicked. Honestly, I think Solo is fine. I actually don't hate it. But a lot of people really didn't like it. I don't love it. It's okay. It's definitely not. It's probably. I think it's fun, but I don't think it's. It's uh, my like essential Star Wars to me. Does that make sense? I like it only more than episode eight and nine. Well, I mean that's that's a very low bar for you. But it's my favorite to the worst. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. <laughs> it's got Darth Maul in it, which really helps it for me. Absolutely. Uh, even if it is just, that's what put it ahead is, of episode nine. <laughs> just that I had Darth Maul in <laughs> that quick appearance. But yeah, I think he's always gonna kind of be around. Uh, he's one of the when you think bad guys of Star Wars, he's definitely one of the ones that you're going to think of easily. So uh, that's that's what I think. What about you, Matt? Uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of right there with you, pal, um, about him being as popular as ever and not really being forgotten. Uh, there was rumors that he was possibly in line to be the big bad for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which I'm glad that he wasn't uh, for this first season. But uh, from what I understand, there might be a second season and Maul's name is potentially thrown in the mix is something people want to see as the big bad. Um, I don't know how they'll do it, but I'm sure they'll figure a way out and, and, and finagle it around, around the lore that's already been established and, and, and fine. But I would, I think that's what people really want to see is just a live action mall, like lightsaber battle. Again, I think that's, it's something that people are craving for. I know I am, you know, yeah, me just, too. just yeah. to get that little glimmer, that little taste of it at the end of solo and to, to have it go nowhere is kind of been annoying. You it's know what I mean? It's, it's, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's been like, here's, here's, so this little, many... here's this little morsel. We're going to give you, but oh, we're not going to do anything with it. Right. And I still think there's hope for it. I still think there's, think there's hope for it. I think you, you have to do it um, at some point. And I really do hope it's in the Obi-Wan show. I, I know that their big final blow off fight and, and uh, you know, rebels was, was something it'd have to take place on like a different planet or something, but um, but yeah, I would actually really, really enjoy seeing that, especially, you know, because you know, that that's not it for Obi-Wan. He's going to deal and Darth Maul's and, in, in, you know, invested in a lot of the, uh, the different, uh, the, the underworld now, right. He's kind of in the mobs, at least in that time period. Uh, yeah. they're yeah. like, this, the kind Star of becomes Wars a, 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 it kind of becomes a mob boss in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I would really, really like to see him and Obi-Wan cross paths once more. So. Yeah, yeah and I know, th- and I think we're not alone in that. So the, but that's been Darth Maul, uh, Matt. We kind of mentioned that we're doing a Star Wars characters month here for January. What are we going to cover next on Retro Pop? Uh, we are going to cover my favorite pop culture character of all time, and that is Darth Vader, uh, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, the whole story. Um, we're gonna have to cherry pick through a lot of information for that one because the lore is. Uh, if you thought that Johnny, if you thought the Darth Maul lore was extensive, the Darth oh, Vader yeah. one, I have stayed up for. Uh, it probably took me about two hours to read through all this stuff on Wikipedia. Yeah, but I love the character that much. I, and and well, there's the, literally there's literally six of the nine Star Wars movies are about him. So. Movies, everything in between, everything yeah. before. There's so much, and uh, yeah, I cannot wait to talk about it. Cannot wait. So. Very excited. Uh, I dare say I c- it can definitely be argued one of the most famous and biggest villains in pop culture history, Darth Vader. That's what we're covering next time here on Retro Pop. For Matt, I'm Johnny. We thank you very much for joining us. Please go uh, uh, check us out. Um, do we have a social media anymore? You quit social media, so I don't even it's know. It's still that. up, but I don't even, I obviously don't post anymore. So, oh, we'll do what you want then. 
If you're listening, <laughs> just, keep, just keep listening to us. That's all we care about. We appreciate all you listeners out there. It means a lot. <laughs> but for men, I'm Johnny. Until next time, uh, stay tuned when we talk about Darth Vader here on Retro Pop.